This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, <sighs> smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash... Hmm. You can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for a bigger job, try the superior strength of hefty large black bags. This episode of Cognitive Dissonance is brought to you by our patrons. You fucking rock. Hey guys, this is Kelly from Kentucky. I'm actually um, just moved here from Arkansas and I went through the, uh, the old podcasts and I got to the one where you're making fun of Arkansas and uh, talking about pigs and stuff and I thought y'all would just find it funny that uh, about two years ago, I was tusked in the leg by a hog in Arkansas, and it was the most in- interesting experience of my life. Uh, when I actually went to the emergency room, I had to uh, tell the sheriff that I was tusked by a hog, and he thought I was kidding. But anyway, I love the show. Keep doing what you're doing. Glory, old motherfuckers. Gentlemen, James from the Australian city of Jaketown here, otherwise known to the older folk once really with the times as Brisbane. I was very intrigued to learn in your latest episode that there is a brand of narcotic painkillers in the US called Norco. There is also a brand of milk in the wonderful Australian state of New South Wales called Norco. I drank a lot of Norco growing up, and that probably explains a lot about my childhood. And probably most of my adulthood as well. Oh, and I also need to correct Jake. The capital city of Australia is actually Canberra, which happens to be the only city which resides in the Australian Capital Territory, which is important to note because it just goes to show how pointless the ACT actually is. Anyway, glory hole. advise that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome mat. This is episode 237 of Cognitive Dissonance. We have no guest. No. It's just us. You know, after the... After the fucking bang up job that fucking Jake from Imaginary Friends show did just a just a, a few short episodes ago, the one hundred percent accurate Jake from Imaginary Friends, <laughs> <laughs> who just comes out here. I think what when Jake comes on our show, he puts in two or three falsehoods just to just to throw them in there, just so people will send us messages afterwards. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. He was clearly either inebriated or inebriated. He said he doesn't even remember the session. <laughs> I know. He said this the thing like, yeah, I'm not sure if I even remember yeah, this. I, yeah. Like, it just, it's just debacle. That's awesome. So, you know, it, the best part is that uh, on his worst day, 
he's still outclassed. That's us true. By like it's 30%. true. Percent. So yeah, we're, I'm glad awesome. we scheduled him to come on, and we did schedule him. Uh, so our first story uh, comes from the news. No, it comes from WashingtonPost.com. Islamic State beheads civilian woman for the first time. Yay! Oh, no, wait, that's not a cause for celebration. <laughs> God damn it! Yeah, put away your fucking, put away your party horn. Right, <laughs> it's like, oh, man, women are finally getting the yeah. right to be behead. Be- beheaded? Yeah, this is not a time to, like, festively play your kazoo. <laughs> <laughs> But they had, I mean, to be fair, they had a good reason. Yeah. It was for witchcraft and sorcery. Yeah, and it wasn't, let's, let's be honest here. It's not just the, it's not just the women. ISIS executed two women by beheading them, but for the first time, and this is the first time, uh, the uh, observatory has documented women being killed by the group in this manner. Both women were ac- executed with their husbands. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean it's it not like they're just affair. killing women and they, I'm sure. <laughs> The husbands are like, wait, wait, I'm not in witchcraft. I just support her hobby. Come on now. <laughs> I'm just here. I'm just, I thought, I thought she was scrapbooking the whole time. God damn it. Puppets. I didn't tell you to make puppets. Go. Son of a bitch. That's awesome. Goody Proctor, what are you up yeah. to? She's got a scrapbook that she opens up. It's full of human flesh. It's like the Necronomicon. <laughs> You know, it's so fu- it, funny. I don't think that's the right yeah. word, but you read, you read, it, it's <laughs> we hilarious. We needed a Because none of it's funny. Uh, so it does say, it does say, um, Islamic State has, of course, beheaded many people before. As if to imply like, but this is the first time they got around to beheading women. And so you sort of think like, until you read the very next line, which I'll read in a second. So if you were to read this, you'd be like, oh, well, maybe the Islamic State up until now has spared women uh, from the brunt of their brutality. The very next line. The group has also killed many women. Yeah. <laughs> reportedly burning some alive and stoning others yeah, to death. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and they, you know, let's not just, let's, I mean, they're getting a little creative because it's, it says that they also reported that the Islamic State also hung eight people from crucifixes for failing to fast during Ramadan. Uh, oh. but those that were punished, uh, were taken down where they were still alive. And I actually, I think that's a misunderstanding. I think that's actually footage of the ISIS tanning salon. That they're just, oh, they, no! that's, oh! that's how they get that bronze skin, you know? Really looks great. Oh. Oh, they are running no. out of creative ways to kill people, though. It's almost like the guy who's like, you know, looking through porn and eventually like gets to the animal porn. And he's like, yeah, okay. And he starts, yeah, he starts right. watching. He's like, and eventually he's like searching for a guy in a chicken suit fucking an eagle. He's just like, I need everything. <laughs> These guys, they're going to be, they're going to be killing people like Dexter eventually. You know, <laughs> they're like, right. It's saran wrapping you to a table and cutting out organs while you're still alive. But let me even, I mean, that actually doesn't even seem that much more brutal. It doesn't. No. Then drowning someone in a cage? No, not at all. Or burning them yeah. alive? I mean, like, that's just, you know, and you say, like, creative. It's like, it's not even that creative. You're looking, you're looking at, like, some 2,000-year-old technology here. Like, I'd like to see, I mean, if you're going to, if you're going to horrifyingly murder people for fucking imaginary made-up reasons. Yeah, why not drone strike Like, them? witchcraft. Well, why not tie them to a broom and, like, launch the broom off a missile or something? Like, 
You want to be a witch? Here's your witch broom now. Woo! You know, at least give them a last ride. (laughs) Something exciting. One last Quidditch game. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I made a Harry Potter. Catch the bludger now, you bitch! Okay, you lost me. All right. Yeah, all right, I know, I know. <laughs> you lost I me know. When you started. I also made a crucible joke a little yeah, earlier. True. So this, this is already. Yeah. It's a very We've literary up so show. Bad. It's very literary. Is, <laughs> mm, right, right. <laughs> very literary what, program. What's the next story yes. on the schedule, <laughs> Tom? <laughs> oh, yes. we're going to discuss the old man in the sea. Right, right. <laughs> You're all sick. Oh, be nice. Oh, my son doesn't stand a chance. The whole world's gone gay. Oh, my God. What's happening now? We work hard. We play hard. So this story comes from addictinginfo.org. Uh, Utah Republicans draft a bill to get rid of all marriages to prevent gay marriage. Well, fuck them all, Cecil. Yeah. Fuck them all. <laughs> I'm taking my ball that and going is home. The nuclear option right there. <laughs> they just went straight to the nuclear option. There's a there's a lot of people who want to say uh that there's that saying, what was it? It's something like uh gay marriage uh thinking that gay marriage should be illegal is like getting mad at somebody because they, they ate a donut and you're on a diet, right? That's the saying, something like that. Right. But I think this is more like hearing your neighbors on a diet and then poisoning the local well. I think that's more because you're basically just being like, nobody can do anything <laughs> right? anymore, right? Or it's like setting explosives off underneath town hall. It's just a really strange <laughs> way to make sure nobody, nobody fucking wins in this. It, it, if anything, and I didn't actually think that this was possible, but it occurred to me, Cecil, that this actually makes Utah even less appealing as a state. I, I, and I know what you're thinking, Tom. Nothing could make Utah less appealing as a state. It's already, First of all, we'd have to remember that it existed. Yeah, it, it's already a SWAS state. It's already one of those states that, like, <laughs> when you walk through, your, your fucking underwear are soaked to your body. And all you did was just get out of the car and fill the thing up with gas. That's all you did. And it's a SWAS state. <laughs> this is This is one of those states that... You know, it's like it's like the Republicans are like, well, fine, nobody can get married. It's like, well, I don't think there's any young people there. Like anybody, like the only people left in Utah are the dead and dying. Yeah, right. Because sure, anybody fucking ambulatory fucking ambulates right sure. the fuck out of Utah. Yeah, it's it's dead, dying, and meth users. Like that's that's. It. <laughs> they're not exactly a uh, a marrying population. Yeah. It turns out the meth users, the Mormons. I met Mormons. Same difference. I heard the same thing. <laughs> It, you know, it's funny because this is according to uh, Representative Jake Anderegg, um, and he's a uh, Republican. Shocker. He says, I'd like to see us out of the marriage business and out of liquor distribution business. And I thought, wait a minute. How the fuck are they tied together? Like, what's the what's the connection there? And also, it's like, wait a second. You just license liquor distribution. You don't actually distribute liquor. You you understand that, right? That's not the same thing as a marriage license actually grants the marriage. A liquor license doesn't actually give me liquor. <laughs> I still have to. If it did, I would own a liquor license. <laughs> I would always have a liquor license. Amazing. Like, I'm drinking right now. God. I keep a liquor license in my you're wallet. Like a, you're like a That's leprechaun. You drunk. poke a hole in like the ground and up comes a spring of whiskey. <laughs> God damn it, it's Canadian mist! Oh no! Ah! 
Oh, that's fine. that's magically delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, man. <laughs> Fucking hell. This comes from the Patheos blogs, progressive secular humanist. Um, <clears throat> Christian, oh, I don't even know how to read this. <laughs> Fuck you, Texas. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. Christian homeschooler will chair Texas State Board of Education. Wow. Are you fucking kidding That's amazing. me? Um, so the the governor of Texas, Greg Abbott, named a Christian homeschooler huh. to chair the State Board of Education. Huh. Um, so they appointed uh, Donna Bohorich. Bohorich. I don't know. Nailed it. I think that's that's got to be right. Um, she didn't send her kids to public school. She is a Christian. She's an ultra-Christian conservative. Oh. She attended Liberty University. Oh. She sent them to a private religious high school. Why the fuck would she be a candidate at all? At all to chair the state board? She should. She probably can't even spell state board. <laughs> she went to Liberty University. Come on. That's a prestigious university. All I hear when I hear Liberty University is I hear, like... Dr. Nick? You I know, know upstairs I, medical college. It's <laughs> like all I hear, man. Liberty fucking university uh, is not an accredited yeah, university. Liberty University and Phoenix University play each other in the playoffs right. every year. <laughs> uh, I, I oh, think in, I think in Texas, didn't they appoint Ted Nugent in charge of PETA too? Isn't that <laughs> Uh, we'll just let this fox guard the hen house and see how. Wait, fuck! Oh no! Wait, they hired didn't... Bristol Palin for their sex ed program, right? For their yeah, abstinence only, only program. program. Did you see, by the way, that she's that she had the nerve to be like, "I was never an abstinence only. I was never a paid spokesperson for abstinence only education." It's like, bitch, you got paid two hundred and thirty six thousand dollars a year from an organization what? whose website what? she got imp- paid what for yeah, the dude. what. I know. Two hundred what? Right for two hundred and thirty-six thousand dollars a year, I would agree not to have sex. God. And then you know what I would do? Have a lot of sex. I would actually not have sex yeah. <laughs> for a quarter million dollars. I'll tell you I'd what, fuck, for a quarter I could million a dollars, yeah, I'd probably just, I, you know, I wouldn't have sex with women. So, <laughs> Bro, I, dude, I'll just fucking spunk on I'd them. Buy, I don't care. I'll like, buy a real doll. In. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'll buy a whole harem. Dude, Who's it going to be today, girls? (laughs) (laughs) Which lucky lady's going to (laughs) be? I didn't think you girls could frown. I thought you guys were always had that expression. Startled startled old face. It's the old face. I have like a little tea party with them where you sit them all around the room. You go visit your real dog collection. You're like, why do you always look so surprised to see me? Always the same expression. I would I would name them like really old timey names like Bertha and like <laughs> like all like like turn of the Come century. Come here, dirty! Names. I'm gonna give you. The- <laughs> <laughs> you got. <laughs> I would name them. Uh, I would name them the names of all the Republican uh, primary candidates. Like, get <laughs> fucking get over here, Santorum. I'm gonna fuck it. To we know Perry. how we're doing this one. Like Rick Perry, take it in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you have four of them. There's like Sarah Palin one, Sarah Palin two, Sarah Palin three. Ah. Uh. 
Oh, what were we talking Texas about? Texas isn't even trying anymore, dude. It's so funny. Texas is hilarious. You know what? I I mean, I'm sure she's. You know, maybe she has an. I don't know if she has an education or not. But it's like, like the thing is, is here's a person who didn't like public schooling at all, didn't care about public schooling at all, wound up sending their kids to a private institution. Now, maybe it's because she didn't like public schools and she wants to try to reform them in some way. But, you know, you've got to have a little experience with it. Right. Well, you know, I love it because even even uh, fellow Republican state board member Thomas Ratliff, public school isn't for everybody. But when 94 percent of our students in Texas attend public schools, I think it ought to be a baseline requirement that the chair of the state board of education have at least some experience in that realm as a parent, a teacher, something. (laughs) I mean, when the requirement is simply that you parented a child who went to the school. Yeah, that is seriously the lowest possible bar to cross in order to chair the state board of education. And did you see, by the way, uh, just this week, they passed like the new school books in Texas that call Moses a founding father. What? Yeah, dude, Moses it's great. a founding father. Yeah, it's awesome. Wait, so did he come? Yeah, did he come over on the Mayflower? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, man, they they passed. So so the school books now, the the, the history books in Texas, um, that they just uh like they just approved, right? The Board of Education approved them, and of course we know that the Texas school books are a big deal because Texas, being the second largest state in the country. Yeah, um, those yeah. books are are often you know purchased in mass by others. Um, in fact, they the the books were edited, Cecil, um, even at the uh the the publishers themselves of the textbooks protested, like this is fucking inaccurate. You understand that this shit is fucking inaccurate. It like leaves out slavery Shut in the, the Civil fuck War. Up. <laughs> you know what's so sad is. You get these you get these gains, right? You see these gains here and there. And then you realize we're going to be doing this podcast for a really long time, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, shit's not going to get better. This is not going away. <sighs> and you know what the the real shame is that like part of me kind of likes Texas except for all the Texans. Like I I like the idea of Texas. I like going to Texas. I like the heat. I like the but man, you go to Texas and it's fucking full of Texans. Yeah. And all they do is churn out more Texans. And if you churn them out using fucking textbooks like this, approved by people who don't even attend the same schools that they're in charge of, of monitoring, it's like, well, fuck you, man. Like all you're going to do is make more Texans. Dirty, filthy, stinking, awful covered Texans. <laughs> You can take fucking. You know, you like the heat. I just say fucking. Just if you could put some explosives at the at the line, the state line, and just break that fucker off into the ocean, <laughs> I'd be fine. It's a state basically covered in dust and pig feces. Donald Trump often appears on Fox, which is ironic because a fox often appears on Donald Trump's head. <laughs> Donald Trump. I love Donald Trump. This story's amaze balls. It's from Yahoo.com. Donald Trump pinatas are for sale in Mexico after inflammatory immigrant remarks. Donald Trump's the worst person possible. He's such an awful, awful fucking person. Uh, Did you hear what he said about uh, Jeb Bush's wife? 
No. He said something to the effect of, like, the only reason Jeb Bush disagrees with me on immigration is because his wife is Mexican and she's Colombian. <laughs> He's so culturally insensitive, it's the best. He can't even. He's the best. <laughs> he tweeted it out and it was out there in the fucking Twitter oh. sphere for, like, 24 hours before he took it down. And I had a laugh that he even took it down because, like, it's fucking asshole once it's out there. Yeah. It's fucking forever I out know. there. You fucking dipshit. What an asshole. Um, so he just says like constantly horrifying shit. Um, and now they're selling pinatas <laughs> and the pinatas are straight fucking amazing. I'll tell you, that is the least fuckable blow up doll I've ever seen. <laughs> the least fuckable one. Although the mouth is in a position right now that could right. receive. That's all it's, I'm saying. Oh my God. It's so funny. It's, it's the funniest fucking thing. But the hair on the pinata and really and the only way you could accurately portray his hair is with paper mache like that's the <laughs> only way you could accurately portray it you could also shoot a dozen squirrels and glue them I to guess the that's top true. of the thing that that's would also true. be when you break it open it's just filled with old wedding rings <laughs> <laughs> from his previous marriages, marriages. <laughs> Yeah, I don't have much to say other than it's a hilarious fucking uh, representation. So if you get a chance, check this story out because it's so funny. It looks its mouth is kind of open in this square like and it's, fucking, <laughs> it's got the hair that sort of swoops off to the side in like a quarter pipe fashion. Do they even they even paper mache jowls? They did. They did. It there looks is a great. level of craftsmanship. This paper mache. You know, these yeah. Mexicans, they are good at this. I'm Man. telling you. It's that's the thing is when you've got calves the size of cantaloupes. I know, yeah. You can make paper mache. They when they have when they, <laughs> they spend all those hours in the paper mache factory. factories, <laughs> getting caught in the paper mache rollers. Oh god! There you go. We lost another one. We lost another. Don't uh, worry. He'll live forever in a pinata until uh, a six-year-old smashes him open. Gary Busey said recently that Donald Trump would make a great president. Of course, he said the same thing about an old rusty birdcage he found. So this story comes from CNBC. It's also from uh, it's also a Trump story. This is great. Um, craft Brewery to Trump. Uh, you're fired. This is great. A Chicago area craft brewer um, basically told him to go fuck off. So Five Rabbit Brewery, um, great brewery, by the way, used to have an exclusive private label beer just for Rebar, which is a bar um, in the Trump Tower. And after fucking Trump's recent ridiculous statements, um, the owner and founder of the brewery pulled all the beer out of there. Yeah. And renamed it Cecil. So they called their beer Chinga Tupelo, which, Tom, what does that mean? It's fuck your hair. <laughs> it's <is> so crazy. <laughs> By the way, I was out one day and that fucking five rabbits, I was at a place and they're like, yeah, we got this five rabbits and I had never heard of it. And I said, well, I like Pilsners. And they brought me their Super Pills. It is yeah. fucking outstanding. It is one of the best beers I've ever had. I've never had their Super Pills. Their Super but Pills is amazing. It is it is top-notch beer. It, like, basically face fucks anything from Australia or England or Canada. <laughs> like, oh, all no. that stuff is swill compared to that beer. <laughs> and this is Mexican beer. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Send the emails. To dissonance. <laughs> Cecil at dissonancepod.com. So from the Raw story, also Donald Trump. Um, and I think this is my favorite of the three Trump stories. Uh, CNN host calls out Donald Trump. What's traditional about what's traditional about being married three times? Um, so this is pretty great. Jake Tapper 
um, was interviewing Trump and Trump basically was like, yeah, I'm for fucking traditional marriage. And he's like, yeah, you've been fucking married three times. What the fuck is traditional about that? And Trump cannot come up with a coherent answer, Cecil. No, he just basically says he kind of he kind of dodges it by saying he starts to say that I I worked a lot. He says something yeah. like, "Well, you know, you have a good point. I I've been a very hardworking person, and actually, I have a great marriage, and I have a great wife now. And my first two wives were very good." <laughs> but like, what the fuck does that mean, dude? Means they weren't young anymore. That's yeah, what it really means. It's so ridiculous. It means- you know, the thing is, is is there's this is this is a great way to combat all the people who get fucking all bent out of shape over the people who want to get married and happen to be the same sex as their as their spouse. Right. You know, this is a great way to be like, how many fucking divorces has all have all of these people who are against gay marriage? How many have they had? Because there's a there was a woman this last week and I have no idea if this is true because it was on a meme. Right. So, you know, fucking consume the Internet with care. That's the first fucking thing you've got to do. You know, who has, I have no idea if this is true. But there is a woman who was on the uh, – who was – I watched a video this week of this, these, this gay couple in Kentucky. And they went up to talk to a woman. There's somebody filming them. And they're trying to get a, a marriage license. And they won't serve them. They keep on calling people up past them and say, well, you got to wait until this woman's out. you got to wait until this woman's out, et cetera, et cetera. And then the woman finally comes out and they start to film her and she says she doesn't want to be filmed. And basically she refused them the license off camera. They didn't get the license. Again, you got to believe what's happening in the story. They refused the license because it was against her religious beliefs. But on the meme, it said refuses religious license has been married four times. Yeah. And it's it's funny because it's it's just this is obviously something that they're just seizing upon. Right. And they're seizing upon it because they're they're. They're one of three things, man. They're either theologically ignorant and they don't understand that there are bigger fucking theological fish to fry than whether or not two gay dudes or two gay women, you know, have sex with each other. Or, um, you know, they're uh, interested in having some sex themselves and full of fucking self-loathing. Yes. Yeah. You know, that's or they're just fucking skeeved out by it and they want to make it about more than just their personal feeling. So they want it. They're like, ah, fucking that makes me feel weird and creepy. And so, you know, I'd rather just have some some bigger reason, because if I just say it fucking makes me feel weird to see like, you know, two people of the same sex kissing, then that's not a good enough excuse. And I can't I can't universalize that properly because it has nothing to do, man. I mean, if if they were going to look at the fucking New Testament, at least Jesus had something to say about divorce and it wasn't anything like. Go get thee a fucking divorce. Get divorced, right? <laughs> but there's no, there's no grand movement, and it's, and it's not because the issue is settled either, because the issue of abortion is settled, and yet they still continue to fight that battle. Nobody's fighting the fucking divorce battle, right? Because everybody kind of wants to maintain the option. That's why nobody's fighting it, because everybody kind of wants to have in the fucking back pocket the option. At some point, if things go south, to get a fucking divorce. Okay, I'm I'm for divorce. Like I'm pro divorce. Like fucking get all the divorces. Yeah, fucking I don't care. Get the married thing- and divorced three times in the same day. I don't give a fuck. So yeah, like, I, I don't I, have a non-divorce yeah. position. But what I'm saying is that like it it is a hundred percent right to call out Trump on this shit because 
if you can't be for traditional marriage, there'd be no reason to be for traditional marriage and also be for divorce. You can't, you cannot be for both things. Right? How could you be for both things? The, the idea of traditional marriage, these people aren't for traditional marriage because traditional marriage is fucking somebody puts up a dowry. Right. You know, or yeah. you sell your fucking daughter to, you know, the, or you marry off your fucking, you know, like fucking the CEO of fucking Microsoft is going to marry his daughter off to the CEO of Apple. Yeah, that's exactly right. Like that's, if we were talking about real traditional marriage, it would be marriages of political and economic convenience. You know, be marriages to solidify social standing and economic rank. It would have nothing to do with, well, let's go meet some people and fall in love. Like, none of that shit. None of that shit. None of that's traditional in the 2,000-year-old sense. Podcasters. They live in squalor, destitute, and disenfranchised, eking out an existence as best they can in such desolate places as Chicago. In pairs, but otherwise alone, they suffer from hunger and thirst, barely making it day to day on store-brand chicken wings and weak domestic beer. In the arms of the angel, But now you can help. For just a few dollars a podcast, pennies a day, you can give them the restaurant-style chicken wings and imported beer that they so desperately need. For less than the price of a cup of coffee, you can make a difference in their lives, allowing them the opportunity to rant unfettered, as nature intended. Please, go to patreon.com backslash distancepod today make a pledge and help these poor innocent creatures lead a life worth living so from progressive secular humanist blog again kkk rally in south carolina to defend the confederate flag and promote the white christian nation uh so today as a matter of fact today we're recording i believe um south carolina voted like 92 to 20 i mean it was an overwhelming vote cecil to take down the goddamn Confederate flag. Um, which, yay, because what? Why was that up there anyway? But it, cra- <laughs> right? right? But it cracks me up, um, that, you know, there's all these fucking bigots who are trying to defend the Confederate flag as if it's a part of, you know, Southern heritage. Um, and, and not like, oh, it's got nothing to do with race. It's got nothing to do with slavery. <laughs> and then who rallies in its defense? <laughs> Uh, do you mean Cobra Commander? I don't mean Cobra Commander, man. <laughs> I mean the pointy fucking pillowcase heads. Oh, gosh. They look like Cobra, dude. dude That's they, so awesome. I, you know, I can imagine that this was an intimidating group of people, like a horrifying, scary, terrifying group of people to have show up you know, 40, 50, 60 years ago. But now that they're just a bunch of fucking sad, pathetic old men fucking writhing in the agony of their fucking bigotry, they are the most fucking absolutely 
hilariously absurd group of people. Oh, I know. They look like it's fucking Halloween every day. They look so ridiculous. And they're wearing a fucking candy basket on their head. They are awesome. And they wear these, like, goofy fucking outfits. And then the best part is, is, like, if you look at the flag in the bottom picture, (laughs) it's all creased. Like, it has been, it has been hidden. It was, like, underneath one of their beds all week. And then they had to get out their good flag. Like, I know they didn't even iron it. This is my good. Uh, (laughs) They didn't even have it up for very long because a flag is going to fucking, you know, you leave it fucking flap in the breeze for a couple hours. It's going to be fine. That clearly just came out from somebody's like glove box. Right. Y'all, who, y'all guys remember bring the flag? I thought you were going to bring the flag. <laughs> I bought one from, I bought one from 7-Eleven. <laughs> I got mine from Hate Mart. <laughs> oh gosh. They look and so ridiculous. They, they got their little badges on too. I know they're little, like, oh, did you get your little, badges? did you get your little merit badge for, you know, pushing down a black person or whatever it is that they have to do? <laughs> This is when we ganged up on somebody three to one. Oh, that was great. Uh, we really, this was our, this is our courage badge. That's they what this all have one the is. burning cross badge over their heart there. <laughs> well, plus, like you can look at this picture, Cecil, and you got the guy who who's like got the red fucking bedsheet costume. Oh, he's the thing leader. that he's wearing. He's the leader. They have they have the best names. They're like the Imperial Grand Wizard. Oh, I know they're all wizards, dude. They're all wizards. Well, they all wear pointy hats. It's it it it's it's honestly it's it's like they're all working at a fucking game shop. They are amazing. It's it, you know they've got uh, today today. See, so I'm gonna read something to you. A friend of mine went to a game shop today. And before he went to the game shop, and I'm just reminded because I'm sure the same thing is is at the fucking Ku Klux Klan fucking clubhouse right so before he went he went online to, to check out to see if they had the thing that he wanted to buy and they have a uh note and i'm going to read it to you right on their website and it says we need to quickly address an awkward topic poor personal hygiene this is one of those tough parts of owning a business <laughs> oh no <laughs> as we do appreciate uh each and every one of you but we need to make sure that everyone who visits the name of this shop uh, has an enjoyable experience. The issue has been brought to our attention. Unfortunately, it's something we must address. Please understand, we do not wish to embarrass or offend anyone. However, we are a business standing to provide an exceptional shopping experience and entertainment venue for everyone. It is unacceptable to take away from the enjoyment of visiting our shop by subjecting anyone to offensive odors that you may not even be aware of. For the comfort of all of our guests and customers, we respectfully request that everyone who visits our shop follow a basic daily routine of showering, applying deodorant, and wearing clean clothes. Did somebody like... Oh, God, I can't believe I have to take a shower. Do you believe... Before I go to my hate house, I get sweaty from burning all the black people. You stand around in a sheet like this all day. <laughs> These sheets are made of linen. They're very hot. They're not wicking at all. It's a glandular problem. <laughs> Come on, I'm healthy at any size. <laughs> my doctor said for a man my size, I move pretty good. <laughs> I have a... I have a six centimeter <laughs> vertical. Uh, and w- these guys kind of look like they have capes on too, don't they? 
They, I think the one in the red definitely has a green cape because he kind of has like, I think he's the Christmas version of the Ku Klux Klan. It would be super fun to, to like, to find that guy and like hold him down and like just wrap him up in Christmas lights oh, and just fucking have him as like a hate tree. I like, would love Christmas. to run by as fast as I could and pluck their hood off though. Oh, that would be awesome just to run by and be like, bloop. Right. Just pull oh, that God, fucker off. My head. You pull it off and their cone heads underneath. <laughs> <laughs> it's just all hoods underneath. It's like rushing oh, nesting dolls yeah, it's with fucking like an hoods. Infinite number of hoods. They got a little tiny head like at the end of Beetlejuice. Yeah. Like the <laughs> <laughs> it's like the guy who's running over the car. He's got a bucket on his head and they knock the bucket <laughs> off and there's another bucket underneath <laughs> Or they all look like uh fucking that guy from Goonies, like oh, oh yeah, <laughs> Chunk or whatever his name is. Or no, that's the kid. But yeah, it's a yeah. fat kid. Yeah, it's uh, I don't know, Goonie face, guy. whatever his. Well, Somebody would email us like a hundred times. So. Yeah, Charlie or Bill. Uh, he's fucking Baby Ruth, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> we're gonna get up. We're gonna get emails. Oh, so many be like, fucking Goonies emails. Excuse me, in the Goonies, his name was. I can't believe you guys don't remember every single thing about the Goonies. <laughs> First of all, the oh, octopus I know, was I only know. in the DVD version. I remember. His name's Freddie Mercury. That's it. <laughs> I believe it's pronounced Eddie Mercury. It's Eddie Mercury. <laughs> <laughs> it was his deformed cousin. <laughs> <laughs> he had a lovely singing voice, though. We are champions. <laughs> And there is no scientist or doctor that can validate you can get anything out of the rectum other than, than waste, refuse, and death. There is no life. Also from Right Wing Watch, uh, Ted Cruz. Man. Huh. Okay, here we go. Ted Cruz, Obama attacking Jewish churches over gay what? marriage. Jewish churches. This is on Glenn Beck's show. Um, this was from Thursday. Ted Cruz and Glenn Beck um, talk. The one thing I didn't talk about and warn for years because I, I just could, I just can't get my arms around, and I don't think most people can. The right of conscience yes. in this country yes. is slipping away quickly when you have, when you when you can't say anything without being fired, uh, you know, pretty much blackmailed to shut your mouth. Yeah. Um, Here's the thing. If you were an asshole at my work, if you said some shit like, you know, like, let's say I just I got married to another uh, to a dude and I came in and, and I walked in and you were like, man, what are you? You're some kind of faggot. I hope you get fired. Right. Like, I actively hope you get fired for that. You're an asshole. You're you know, your fucking beliefs don't stop at your nose anymore. Now you're fucking projecting your vomit fucking beliefs on everybody. Well, go fuck yourself. Enjoy the bread line. Because that's the only way you're going to get fired. So when he's saying, oh, your beliefs are... No, you're fucking acting out your beliefs and you're being a douchebag about it. You should get fired. Yeah, you can still believe... I, this is the part that, like, they're just lying about. They're just... Because they know it. They're just lying about it. You can still believe whatever you want. You can still go to your church and we can all... Ha you can all have your fucking echo chamber in your church. You can all pat each other on the back and talk about it. You can get together with all of your friends... You, you, but you can still be a hate-filled asshole. Nobody is telling you that you can't be a hate-filled asshole. If that's how you fucking get hard in the morning, then fucking by all means, man, fucking get your dick up, 
by being a hate-filled asshole. Nobody's telling you to stop being a hate-filled you know, asshole. It's funny. I, I, I work with people, you know, the people I work with, and I there's a couple of my I actively dislike. I actively dislike that person. That person, if that person's, you know, birthday party's going on, I'm not going to go. I just don't care. I don't, I don't like them. I don't want to talk to them. I don't want to talk about them. I don't want to sit in the same room when they blow out candles. I'm done. <laughs> you do your thing. I'll do my thing. I don't have to interact with you, right? Why can't you do the same thing with people who you disagree with their beliefs? Why can't you just be like, okay, well, I'll interact with you when I have to. I'll say, you know, hey, Ted, where's your report when I have to? But other than that, we're never going to have a conversation. And when we're in the fucking elevator, I'm going to whistle the Muzak instead of talk to you. Right. Why it's can't you that do hard. that? Yeah, why can't you do that? Instead, it's like, oh, well, when I go to work, I got to tell you I hate the gays. Well, fuck off. You don't have to tell anybody that. <laughs> yeah, I got to show up and be like, well, I hear you're sleeping with dudes. Did you know you're going to burn in a lake of fire for all of eternity? And you made fucking baby Jesus fucking cry tears. Like, okay. All right. Listen, yeah. uh, no one needs to hear that. Yeah. It didn't help anything. How, what does that have to do with my job? Is my job to not go to hell? Is that what I get paid for? <laughs> Is that my job? Because if that's not my fucking job, it's not relevant. I mean, it's crazy. And now what's coming because of this last session of yes. uh, the Supreme Court? Where's our right of conscience? It is in jeopardy and under assault. You know, at the... Can you give me any... For somebody who might be watching and go, come on... No, we're not going to get there. Because I hear people say that. We're not there. Can you tell me why you believe we're there? Sure. I, I'll give a couple of things. Number one, at the oral argument for the gay marriage case, Justice Alito asked Don Verrilli, who's the Obama administration solicitor general, if the Obama administration prevails and convinces this court to attempt to strike down the marriage laws of all 50 states. Which they did. Is the next step for the Obama IRS to come after Christian universities? and by extension, Christian grade schools, Christian charities, even Christian churches. And for that matter, Jewish churches or charities or schools, what? Catholic, Mormon, even Muslim, any faith that teaches that marriage is the union of one man and one woman. The question that was asked is the next step for the IRS to go and target them and strip their IRS tax-deductible status. And the answer from the Obama Justice Department in open court was, yes, that's a very real possibility. So if your church, whatever faith it may be, believes in the union of marriages of one man and one woman, the Obama Justice Department has already admitted it may be targeting your church. Is, it, is this all about money now? Yeah, well, fucking just pay taxes. Is that what it's all about? Yeah. It seems like that's what it's all about. And pay your taxes. I don't know. The, th the thing is, like, you can't tell me that that all of a sudden your right to free speech is impinged because you have to pay taxes. I pay taxes. Cecil, do you pay taxes? Yes. Look Lots at us talk. Them. Look at us talk, motherfucker. We can say anything we want. Anything we want. You know, this whole idea that like that a church is somehow being attacked because it's not getting a privilege that nobody else yeah. gets. Churches aren't charities. Let's get that shit out of the way. Churches may engage in charitable action but that is not the same thing as being a fucking charity they can hoard their money they're allowed to do it they can pay salaries that are exorbitant they can buy houses and cars and fucking helicopters and weird fucking batmobiles and all <laughs> kinds of like lunatic shit for their for you know so 
How is that a chair? Like a church is not a fucking charity. Just because some churches are charitable does not make a church a charity. So why should they be tax exempt? It's not attacking something to say, like, if, if I tell my kid, I got an eight year old kid. If I tell my kid, Hey, I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll let you stay up late tonight. And then tomorrow I say, you know what? Tonight you're going to bed on time. I didn't attack him the second night because I didn't extend a privilege. It was a fucking privilege. And maybe he doesn't fucking deserve it anymore. <laughs> little shit. There's a, there's a little more. There's another, there's another whole epi- uh, a clip of this. Let me play it. The next major battlefield will be religious liberty. And it's already Christians are being persecuted. People of faith are being persecuted for following biblical teachings on this. So then let me go there because I think there is a massive wake up coming. And if we don't, let me ask you this as a question. If the Christians and people of faith, the Jews, everybody who yes. practices yes. real religion, yes. um, fake religions, are we done if they don't wake up and stand up now? If people of faith do not stand up in this next election, I fear the greatest nation in the history of the world will be lost. Well, it'll be lost. It'll be lost to the Republican Party, at least. So it'll be it'll be lost. It'll be lost like what? It'll be a fucking it'll become an island with a smoke monster on it. <laughs> what are you talking about? It'll be lost. <laughs> what does it even mean? The nation will be lost. Where's America? I don't know. I thought you had it. It means the Christian right loses. And yeah. then if they lose, then they're really mad. Yeah. They're very upset about it. They That's lost the America. Yeah. We used to have it. Now we don't. Stupid America. The way that they talk about these things, the way that they, they sort of go on and on about um, about attacking religious liberty, I don't believe it. You know, I don't believe it. What they're saying when, – when, when they're saying that, what they mean is – they won't let us they won't let us hate like we used to. Yeah. That's all there is to it. It's not it's not it's not the same thing as attacking religious liberty like stealing their bible and like knocking their fucking whatever they what's a rosary out of their hand or whatever it is. It's none of that. It's not it's not about that. It's not about praying, it's not about uh it's not about worshiping, it's not none of that stuff. What it's about is judging other people. That's what it's about. It's about the negative part of your religion. It's not about the positive part. If there is a positive part, it's not about that at all. It's about the negative portion of your religion, the one that you sort of spew around. It's the fertilizer you're fucking throwing around everywhere. That's what it's about. Well, and it's about the imposition of your religious ideals on on other people because you happen to be in the majority. I think I think that's that's that to me is is like what they're really worked up about too. Is like, hey man. Remember when we were in charge and we got to dictate how people behaved? Man, now we don't get to do that. And that's a totes bummer. <laughs> that's like, yeah. okay, I get it. I, you know, nobody, and I actually do get it. I don't say that meaning to be like glib because, you know, anybody who has anybody making the decisions wants to be the guy making the decisions. And you think you're the guy making the decisions because you think you're good at making the decisions. So I get it. But you're not the guy making the decisions anymore. And fucking too bad, so sad for you. Fucking step back and recognize that you can still practice your religion. You just can't make me do it too. And if you don't, you know, it's like, it's like we talked about earlier. It's like the guys who got fucking crucified for eating a food during the wrong Ramadan or whatever. It's, it, I mean, it, this is, the, these guys are sad because they can't impose their religious beliefs on other people. That's what they're sad about. It's not about 
man, it's, it's never about like, oh, I can't go to my church and pray or think my fucking religious thoughts or, you know, raise my family to believe in Jesus or any of that nonsense. It was never about that. It's not about that now. It's about, man, I should have the religious liberty to go to a fucking public place as a public servant and behave as a religious ass bag. And it's like, well, now all of a sudden, you know, there's a pushback on that. Like people are saying like, actually you really can't do that. That's horrifying. And you should never have done that in the first place. <laughs> and they're fucking worked up about it, man. Cause they're not in charge anymore. I don't understand why we have to build a ray gun to aim at a planet. I never even heard of. Don't blame me. I voted for Kodos. Go! Holy shit. Right wing watch. Michael Savage, uh, Whew, okay, Michael Savage, Obama is a liberal from hell bent on destroying America. This is from uh, the Savage Nation last week. What are some of the savagisms or savage syllogisms that you like that I missed? Let's go to some of the callers, WABC, Mary. Which one did I miss in my list? The one that says there's smoke in the cabin. This is when you felt like an airline passenger who smells smoke in the cabin. But you cannot convince any of the other liberal passengers that they're all in danger. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I love that because what, what that says is it says all of you are so fucking stupid. Yeah. Right? All of you are so blind to what is so unbelievably obvious to all the rest of us. You – Liberals in your ivory tower, you know, you're all book smart, but you don't have common sense. Oh my god! You know, it's that it's that same Ugh. old tired bullshit that basically says, "I know I can," not just me, but all the people who think like me, all the conservatives who think like me. We look at this country, and it's so fucking obvious that there is smoke in the cabin that we're going down. But you are so. St- Stupid, so unbelievably dumb that you just don't recognize it. Right. Yeah, you can't you can't see it. You know, we're all we're all dying here. Uh never mind that like violent crime is on the decline and you know, teen pregnancy is on the decline and the economy's improving and well we're going down. Yeah. I mean, we're not going down, man. It's all good. <laughs> This isn't Greece, man. You go to the ATM, you get your money out. It'll be yeah. fine. <laughs> like the, liberal, the liberals, are, if I'm running through the aisle saying I smell smoke, they say, sit down, lunatic. There's no smoke in the cabin. The plane's not going down. The pilot's not a drunk, psychopathic liberal from hell. No, no, the pilot's not nuts. He's driving us into the ground, taking us into a mountain. This guy's balls. Wow. I like his show. I got to tell you, dude, that's if, if, if you and I had a show. Yeah. It would be this show. It would be this show. This is great. No, he isn't. You're nuts. He's not nuts. The pilot's locked himself in the cabin, and he's driving the plane down into a mountain as fast as he can. He's not nuts. You are. Exactly. <laughs> fucking work that metaphor. Work that metaphor. Oh, yeah. No, he's not done yet. He's going to fucking, he's going <laughs> to choke it. He's going to choke fuck it here in a second. I love that one. Yeah, yeah I love getting yeah, choked. So fuck. do I. I almost blew a, a circuit on that. Just reminding me of it. Look at him wearing the commander-in-chief outfit. I love that one. Barack Obama, commander-in-chief. Isn't that amazing? A man who hates guns, a man who's never fired a BB gun, a man who hates the police and hates the military is commander-in-chief. You don't have to be a military guy to delegate military authority to generals. No, you have to be a sniper. 
Yeah. <laughs> if you're not a sniper. You're like American sniper. No, America only loves snipers now. Didn't you get the memo? America yeah, no, super loves movie. snipers There's now. That movie uh, with, the, with the guy who shoots I, people. Dude, I face. saw a bumper sticker yesterday that said, God bless our troops, especially our snipers. <laughs> <laughs> it was the best bumper sticker ever. Like, because it's. It's it's weirdly insulting to all of the troops that aren't snipers. <laughs> and it just made me laugh to think about like that guy oh. who like washed out of sniper school or whatever. He's <laughs> <laughs> just like Yeah, God bless me. Oh fuck. I got God blessed oh, just a little bit blessed. like you got like, less blessed. God is looking down like I'll bless you and I'll bless but a li- just a little bit. Just so you yeah. can still die of an eye. Like an IED can still blow off your leg. He got less That's blessed. Fine. It's like it's like fifty percent less blessing. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's like God bless, especially our sl- snipers are the new American hero. Dude. They are. They're they are like, like we love. They're our superheroes. Yeah. There's God a bless. little bit more of this, and it, it, the end of it is amazing. I I suggest though, I'm going back to this. I suggest we only elect snipers. For all positions of authority. I actually think all war should be waged by snipers. <laughs> Sniping battles? That's all it should be. No, uh, no, they can have whatever they want. All <laughs> we will employ is snipers. That's it. That doesn't That's matter. It. We, like, doesn't, we won't have any tanks, no gun, no drones. No ICBMs. Nothing. No ICBMs. All it's we're going to do gone. is just have snipers. And they're not actually going to get flown in because we don't need planes even. That's it. They just walk. Yeah. They just walk they to just where they need to shoot. Turn and them then loose. They shoot. Yeah. Does that not say everything you need to know about who he is and what he's done to this country and what he will do and how it's almost impossible to reverse the damage he will do? Wait a minute. It's impossible to reverse the damage he'll do? What is it? So when he does the damage, which he hasn't done yet. Yeah, it's a future damage that you can't reverse because he'll do it. So never mind that it is the middle of 2015. Yeah. Right? And he is fucking running out of time. So all these guys were like, oh, my God, Obama's going to apocalypse America. Like, yeah. Obama's going to turn America into fucking Cinnamon Toast Crunch and eat it. Like, Obama is going to just, I mean, like, all the crazy, like, super lunatic fantasy fucking fetish bullshit that they fucking threw on Obama. And, like, he is running out of time. I would feel so much pressure to destroy America if I were Obama right now. I'd be like, God damn, the fucking Dow's at 18,000. I only have like six months to crash this fucking thing. You know, it's, 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 it, the thing is, is that they're going to keep saying that until he walks out of office. I know they will. And then, and then they will lament all of the things after the fact. They'll be like, ah, anything that goes wrong is going to be a fucking Obama legacy. Yep. You're it's right. It's going to take 10 years before these people stop talking about fucking hornets and gnats and bumblebees, man. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! So also from Right Wing Watch, Rick Wiles and Paul Blair, uh, the government will use EMP attacks and Jade Helm 15 to silence conservative Christians. Uh... (laughs) This is awesome. Jade Helm 15. Uh... What? Yeah. Like, these are the guys who are super scared that there's going to be a, a, a military exercise taking yeah, place in Texas. Yeah. yeah. They're going to use EMP attacks. Well, they did. Didn't you see United Airlines went down? That's true. Yeah. Oh, so that's an EMP attack, step. right? Yeah. Yeah. Then went up like a couple hours later. Yeah. So it was like, just, and then the Dow, like, actually stopped trading on the on Wall Street for like an hour today. Yeah. So that EMP was also. Attack. EMP attack in Texas. Yeah. 
stopped New York City's trade. New York's <laughs> trading. Yeah. So, but it was, I mean, it was just a little itty bitty little EMT. Yeah. It was like a pocket size one. I see. So let's yeah. listen to it. This is going to be very enlightened. This is clearly Rick Wiles on True News. The only way to stop force is with force. So we have to decide do we really want to? to secure the liberty that was given to us? Do we want to secure it and give it to our children and to our grandchildren? And that's not going to come easy. We are going to have a fist fight on our hands. But if we, the people, decide that they are going to stand on principle and resist this unconstitutional attack upon their Christian liberty, then we, the people, still have the power to do something about it. You absolutely have no power. Yeah. <laughs> No, there's no power. If the government decides to fuck your fucking mother, yeah. they're going to fuck your mother and you're going to watch and you're going to fucking like it. That's what you're going to do. I don't care how many fucking AR-15s you got in your fucking, you know, safe of whatever. But what I don't care there... how many panic rooms you have. No, I think you're missing. What if they're all snipers, Tom? Oh, fuck. If they're all snipers, we're fucked. If they're all snipers, what if they're snipers riding feral hogs <laughs> through Texas, dude? We... Are you kidding me? Now I'm scared. I'm pledging allegiance to Texas just on the off chance that there's snipers riding feral hogs. We're at the point, Pastor, it's going to come to blows. We have reached that point because either we're going to stand up and resist and suffer the consequences or we're going to roll over and play dead and let them take control. So we're, we're at that point. This is not five to ten years from now. It's right now. I think this regime is so mad, so uh, such lunatics for power. I, I think that they would use an EMP weapon against a state that dared to defy them. I really do. I think these people are insane. You know, here's the thing. What are they mad with power about? I, I don't understand you know, this the, at the all. only thing they're mad with power about is, is, you know, especially him, right? What did he do? He didn't do, he didn't have, he, all he did was celebrate the latest ruling of the Supreme Court. He had nothing to do with that particular ruling. He didn't do anything about he did nothing. So, you know, you 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 keep blaming this on him. It's not his fault. Yeah, I I don't and I don't what understand else is the man there? with power. What what did I miss? Did I miss something where where the government like punched a bunch of conservatives or something? Cuz it's I I really honestly don't understand. They were worried that, that, that the government, like, you know, they were worried about gun control, right? Well, no gun control passed. We didn't do anything about that. We fucking dropped the ball. We, it, we decided just collectively, we just decided that we don't care how many people get killed. So that's done. That's fucking over. That's not going to happen. What is it? What, where is, where is the great attack on your liberty that you feel like your children will be less free? What are you defending? Where? What the government's gonna the the regime is mad with power? What are you talking about? I wake up in the morning and I go to work, don't you? You know, there's there's all the the ins and outs of of world politics that are happening, where there's ups and downs. There, there's eco economic uh, ups and downs throughout the world. Look at Greece. Look at you know different places in the world. Sure, but you know all of that is just all just natural stuff. That's been. It's not like it's not like you can blame any of that on on him. And I just, I just wonder what, you know, what you're talking about. I'm willing to listen. I'm willing to, cause I don't think any politician is fucking blameless, you know? I, mean, I think they all, they all have stuff that they, they can answer for. I'm willing to listen to the negative stuff, 
But it, you know, when you just say when you say hyperbole shit like this, I just fucking I sh- I just shut you out. You have no points. All you want to do is just talk about you know how oh it's it's going to be the end of the world and he's going to use fucking electromagnetic pulses on us and that's going to be something. Dude, I just want a single concrete example of a, of of one of my liberties that's been infringed upon. I just want one. I think Can it's, you give me I, one. It's 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 your ability to use electromagnetic devices. Well, I that's just because my fingers are too fat to press the buttons. Fat fingered. <laughs> and uh, they're dangerous. And Washington has no intentions of giving up any power to any state, and certainly not the common citizens. So we're we've reached a danger level now. This is we're maxed out now. Uh, something's going to happen, and that may explain why Jade Helm 15 is taking place in the South and the Western states this summer, because they know that people are starting to rise up and saying something's got to happen. Either we take a stand or it's over. It's finished. God, I'm just yawning listening to this guy. You know, the first thing I thought was like, you know, Jade Helm 15 is, is just a military exercise. And the reason it's taking place in the South and in the West is because the South and the West are barren fucking wastelands that nobody cares there. how many bombs you drop onto. There's nobody there. You can't, you can't have that happen in fucking New Hampshire, right? You can't have it happen in fucking Rhode Island because fucking people actually live there. We, you could have that. Ha- you could drop bombs across most of Montana. And nobody would even notice. Dude, you could blow up a mountain and nobody would notice in huge parts of the fucking West and the South. Because it just, there's nothing there. There's, like people in, I, I work with somebody and I was, I, she happens to own land in Texas and we were chit chatting a little bit and she's like, yeah, I've got 250 acres in Texas. And I was like, what the fucking what? And I'm like, I, like, I know this person. She's not like uber wealthy. She's, but she's like, I got 250 acres in Texas. And I'm, she's like, I buy an acre of land for like $2,000. Cause it's garbage! The land is garbage! It's, you can't even buy good tires for a car for the amount that it costs to buy acres of land. It's garbage! So you can drop all the bombs you want on it's it. It's a landfill. You fucking detonate a rattlesnake. It's it's a fucking it's a it's a landfill. Like the entire state is just a landfill. Right. Everything south of the Mason Dixon line <laughs> is a landfill. <laughs> we cut the country in half and threw it in the garbage. <laughs> That's so unfair. <laughs> <laughs> So we want to thank our most recent patrons, the ones who uh, who most recently came on and uh, and donated to the show: Jason, Joe, Heather, Corin, Joseph, Azriel, Chad, Elizabeth, John, David, Warren, and Elaine. Thank you all so very much for your generous donations. We really do appreciate it. We also want to thank Richard for his one-time donation via PayPal. Uh, we're super excited. Uh, tomorrow, Tom and I are actually going to go out and celebrate our 5 million downloads. It happened like a couple months ago or a month ago. But, uh, but Tom and I are going to go out and celebrate it. And we just want uh, all the Patreon people to know, thank you for the dinner. Thank you for the dinner you're going to buy us. We appreciate it. Tom, uh, we had the uh, incredibly accurate Jake Farwarton on last week. <laughs> and there was a couple of uh, interesting things that he, uh, he said that might not have been true. So why don't you read Andrew's email? All right. So Andrew said, uh, short time listener, first time writing, big fan. 
I enjoyed, as usual, listening to episode 235, especially since you had fellow Australian townsperson, Jake, as a guest. That's great. (laughs) Cutting to the chase, I work in a medical field and feel an obligation to minimize the spread of misinformation about medical-related issues. In a discussion about Bell Gibson, naturally no need to comment further on this moron, Jake commented specifically on the way MRI, NMR imaging machines work. As correctly stated, the N does in fact stand for nuclear, but these machines do not rely on a nuclear reactor or production of nuclear or ionizing radiation to work. In case any of your listeners need an NMR scan but are now crapping their pants about radiation exposure, they should rest assured. That little mouse that runs around in your head during a PET scan, however, different story. Um, and PET the, scan? <laughs> that's, that's funny. <laughs> I like that. I said, while I'm at it, uh, the ACT is also not the capital of Australia. Technically, the ACT is a territory, basically a state that has too few people to be one, which harbors the capital city called Canberra. You quite rightly won't have heard of it. It it's was Canberra, ex- isn't it? I'm pronouncing it wrong on purpose. Canberra. it makes me laugh. Ah, uh, the delicious Canberra. Ah, uh, give me some Canberra sauce. <laughs> it was made exclusively to be the capital city. So it doesn't have a whole lot else going for it. It was a poorly conceived compromise because back in the early 1900s, the powers that be couldn't decide between Melbourne, previously the capital, and Sydney, two proper cities that are actually worth visiting. Because it harbors all of our federal politicians, they pimped it out with legalized fireworks (laughs) and prostitution, beautifully manicured streetscapes, parks, and pristine road services. Nevertheless, it's a disgracefully boring turd of a place. It's also way colder than basically everywhere else in the country. I don't understand, I, and, I, and I mean this with sincerity, unlike uh, Melbourne. Um, I don't understand how a place full of fireworks and pornography and prostitution and marijuana is boring. You guys describe it as if it's like, I, I don't know, like like it's, it's, it's just like some bland vanilla fucking, you know, just west suburb, maybe you know? Maybe it's like getting high with your buddy's parents, like where you're just like, <laughs> but this that, is kind of weird. But if I fuck them, I'm okay yeah. with it. It's kind of weird. <laughs> We got a, we got an email from South Africa, Tom. We did, um, which is amazing. So hi, Tom and Cecil. Greetings from a white atheist in post-apartheid South Africa. I like that he told us it was post-apartheid. Yeah, no, yeah. Uh, we are pretty out of the out of the loop sometimes. But well, we... I, the only thing I know about <laughs> South Africa though is what I learned from Lethal Weapon Two. Oh no, so I have no idea what you. I know from that there's a, there's a slang slur for black people and that you all use gold cougarans to pay things. <laughs> that's uh, that's all I know about South Africa. That's it. Uh, yeah. So he says he wants to clear up some misconceptions about, uh, South Africa. He says, yes, I'm white. Uh, there are white people in Africa. <laughs> I, I know that. I you didn't were the know ones that, that enslaved the black people. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's so funny. He says, no, we do not ride wild animals around. They are highly trained. He said, yes, every person in South Africa. <laughs> highly trained. I think that's great. Uh, personally knew Mandela, except me. Um, and same-sex marriage here has been legal for nearly 10 years. I wow. think that's awesome. Uh, now if you could just feed everybody. Oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're done with that email. That's terrible. Thanks for sending an Thank email in so there. Thank you so much from the bottom of the world. This is funny. This is from Anthony. And he says, hey, Tom Cecil, did you notice that Rick Wilde, one of Rick Wilde's examples was mail going into a mailbox? And he said, mailbox seems like a mail going into a male's hole. <laughs> Good <laughs> point there. The only counter to that is it is a mailbox. Yeah, so, it's a box. Yeah. yeah. So it was an intersex person? Is that what we're talking <laughs> about go. here? 
Not a hermaphrodite, an intersex I didn't person. say that. I you know. see here I used the correct term. You said hermaphrodite. I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, send your hate mail to Tom at thisheartspod.com. <laughs> Just com. send your hate mail. <laughs> we got a great message from Rusty who uh, caught our Sven Gulli reference last week. And I love it when people are like, oh, Sven Gulli. Like the people that recognize those sort of like hyper local stuff, like the Earl Shive jokes we do and the, the, what we Victory do. Auto yeah, Victory Auto Records references. Victory Auto Records. We yeah, did an man. Eagle Man joke last week. Well, and you like, did an Eagle Man yeah. joke. I, I love so, that Eagle Man joke. Yeah. Look at those low rates. <laughs> so I love it when people from Chicago send us a message and be like, oh, it's like, I don't know. It's like it's like getting good jardinera on your combo. There you, you know? go. That's what it. That's what it feels like. God, so. You know, as much as I loathe living in the fucking flatland of Illinois, to live a life without jardinera feels like not living a life at all. There's a couple of really solid beef places in Chicago. Al's is not one of them, by the way. Oh, Al's, Al's uses not. like a cinnamon or something. There's like in a their... weird cinnamon flavor in there. Ugh. It's not. It's very good, but I will say Portillo's is a solid beef sandwich, and it's a chain, so it's all over the place. But Portillo's beef, you get a big beef combo with like the giardinera on it. Holy shit, that's like heaven right there. Yeah, it's I had amazing. that for lunch today. It's amazing. That is it legitimately is so what I had for lunch, and it ama- was awesome. Yeah, and then you get like I used to get like mozzarella cheese on it too, because you'd be <sighs> like, well, fuck it, if I'm eating the goddamn sausage, beef, and olive oil. Why don't you just chuck some fucking dairy fat on there too for me? Plus, the cheese seals in the mozzarella, it does. so it just can't go anywhere. Oh, so you amazing. get more of it down your gullet. Yeah. Did you have a chocolate cake shake? I did not. No. Okay. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I did not. Those things. That's a little. That's that's pushing the envelope on me. I'm not Cecil. a. That's not a thing I'm gonna enjoy. But I will say that that's a sal. There's a couple of other. Really solid beef joints. And you know, the best ones are the ones that are just the one-offs where you just walk in or, or the ones that are like Euro stands too. And yeah. You just walk those in and are like, legit, man. The, that's what, those are the best. Those are absolutely the best. When you walk in and you're like, Oh, I can get a beef or a Euro. I'm going to have one of each. That, the only, the only thing is it's so difficult to make that decision. Yeah. Like, do I get the beef? Cause the beef, at least when you eat it, it's over. Yeah. But a euro oh, stays with you all day. <laughs> a euro is all day, baby. A euro is a commitment. You've got when you eat a euro, you're saying you're saying to the world, "I don't care today." Oh man, I don't you care. Get, don't have any meetings either, because oh. if you because when you burp, the whole room smells like garlic. It's so bad. Like you can you make you make entire areas of your building smell like garlic. <laughs> it's amazing. I haven't had a euro in a very long time because I just. There, there are rare days. I mean, and I will fucking go eat Indian food until I'm sick. But a euro, <laughs> but a euro, a year, cause Indian food after two or three hours, you sweat that out. Sure. You know, and then you just kind of towel off and sure. you're good. But a euro, you can wake up in the morning and be like, Bro, oh, oh. Yeah, dude. Yeah, man, I'm still feeling it. Like, I'll tell you, you can, you just, you just drop out the gas. It just pours right out of your mouth. It's like a. Plus, do you get onions on yours? No, I normally don't. If you forget to tell, sometimes I'll forget and I won't, I won't tell them like no onion because that's, that's insult to injury when they pour those fucking, those like scalding white onions on there. Oh, I know. Oh my God. You know, my, my favorite, my favorite place to get one is a place called Broncos. Which is on the in the in Lincoln Park, just on the on the west side of Lincoln Park, and if you go there, 
I always go up to the lady is super sweet. I used to have conversation because I used to work right near there. So I'd walk over there and she's such a sweet lady. You'd walk in there and you just, cause you have to talk to her cause she's making the food as you sit. So you have to have conversations with her while she's doing it. She was super nice. And I'd go in there and be like, yeah, I'll have a Euro. And then she would take the, the pita, put it on the grill, flip it over and then put American cheese on it. Oh, God and then bless that woman. And then she'd put the, the Euro meat in it. And then I would have the sauce on the side. And it was awesome. It was like a cheeseburger gyro, but man, that was a burping fucking fantastic thing that would pop up later on. Dude, that makes me want to cry. <laughs> it was it really good, so though. beautiful. It was really good, though. She was great. She was really great. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this week. Um, uh, we are going to be back next week. But uh, before we go, we're going to leave you with the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy healing, water downward spiral, brain dead pan sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death in towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques, and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and views expressed in this show are that of the hosts only. Our poorly formed and expressed notions do not represent those of our wives, employers, friends, families, or of the local dairy council. If you get here, I don't. I mean, I don't know if it's going to happen before tomorrow. But if yeah. you get here, say tonight, you might be able to get some more of this, some of this whiskey, this Santor. <laughs> I yeah, I don't. I don't think I'm. Is it already all that far down? Look, man, don't you judge me. <laughs> I'm not don't you judge me? I'm just incredulous, <laughs> actually. No, actually, I only had two glasses of it, so. Uh, yeah, but I don't think you drink a pint of whiskey no, I, at a time. There's, there's That's plenty, not a normal There's plenty glass. left. You can have a drink. You can have a sip. I can, you I can, can smell a... the bottle tomorrow when you come. Can, did you save the you cork could, for you me? You could smell the cook. How does the cook smell, <laughs> sir? It's better than sniffing your fingers. That's true. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Especially because I wouldn't let I wouldn't like put it in there. I would put them in there tonight and then let you smell them tomorrow. It's like a whole day. There's a whole day for it to wear off. There's a whole so. day of funk yeah. accumulating. God damn! Goodness gracious! Where have you uh, been putting these? There's no what way these could done? smell this bad. I can't believe organic matter still attached to a human being could off gas like this. Are you a corpse? You smell like a corpse. 
Actually, somebody rub a corpse on his fingers <laughs> just to freshen him up a little bit. You have like Glade plugins that are like corpse flavored. <laughs> Like those flowers, like the like those like corpsey stinky oh, flowers, the nasty like, corpse flowers. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. 